0: Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is the Gospel lesson from Luke 12. It ends with these words, You also must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. So far, our text. As I was doing my study for this text, uh, getting ready for this evening. I was listening at this passage, the last verse here. The Son of Man is coming in an hour you do not expect. One of the things I ran across was a pastor who would ask, and I'll put it this way for you today. Tell me, do you expect Jesus Christ to come, the last coming, do you expect him to come in 2016? Most of us would probably say, no, we don't expect that. And this pastor says, well, be careful because he's going to come when you do not expect. So if you don't expect it in 2016, who knows? He may come in 2016. And I wonder how we would view this coming year if we thought he was truly coming in 2016. What would we do different? How would we live differently? I don't know. Maybe we ought to just not expect it. But we do live with an unexpected future, right? Unexpected. We don't know what's going to happen, for sure. I would dare say that if you look back over the last year, 2015, the things that would stand out in your mind are not the mundane, everyday things. The things that would stand out in your mind would be the unexpected things. The things that happened that you didn't expect to happen that you couldn't have foreseen. Whether they be really good things or more the difficult, hardship, trouble things. Maybe as a young person, your boyfriend knelt down suddenly and said, will you marry me? Totally unexpected. Changed your whole life. Maybe your wife comes home and says, Honey, I'm pregnant. Unexpected. But those are the kinds of things we remember, right? The boss walks up and says, You got a promotion. What? Unexpected. It's dealing with the unexpected things in life that are the challenges, aren't they? I know. I walked out of a pastor's meeting at 4 o'clock one day, and the next thing I knew, by 5 o'clock, I was in the hospital for the next 13 days. Totally unexpected. Had to deal with it. Maybe you went into a doctor's office and they said you're going to have to have surgery, or used the cancer word. It was unexpected. And it made the whole year different because of that. It's in those challenges of the unexpected that life is interesting, that we draw on our God in very special ways. And I dare say 2016, is probably going to be the same way, don't you think? We're going to have all of the normal mundane things that we do that we can expect to happen. But I'll bet in 2016 the real challenges are going to come in the unexpected. In the things that will happen that we do not expect to happen. There are going to be the surprises. How do you deal with those? How do you deal with the challenges that come before you? In this unexpected future we call 2016. Jesus says, stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning and be like men who are waiting for their master to come home from the wedding feast so that they may open the door to him at once when he comes and knocks. Stay dressed for action, keep your lamps burning. Elsewhere in this text he says, blessed are those whom the master finds awake when he comes. How do you face the future, the unexpected future? Properly dressed, lamps burning awake. What Jesus says. How do you do that? What's he talking about? I think it's interesting because of some of the parallels that come along with dressed for action. And I think of a wedding feast that Jesus talked about where nobody was going to come and so he had them bring them in from the highways and the byways and then one was found without the proper wedding garment. Wedding garments which we know because they were dragging them in from the highways and the byways that the master had to provide for them. We parallel that with the garment that the Lord provides us. The garment of the righteousness of Christ that comes ours in baptism. And to continue to wear that garment. Or maybe the dress for action means the armor of God. Which includes that righteousness. It's a matter of faith. We think of the lamps burning. Keep your lamps burning. Especially at a wedding feast. We think of those ten versions. The wise ones and the foolish ones. And in that parable, the the lamps represent our faith. And as Jesus is saying here, that as we face the new year, remember you face it in the righteousness of God. That Christ died and rose again so that you may have eternal life, that your sins are forgiven. In that righteousness of God, that's how you face the new year. You face the new year in faith, depending on on the Lord himself. Trusting in Him. And you stay awake. Know what's going on. I thought it was interesting in our Old Testament lesson, which seemed like a really strange Old Testament lesson for New Year's Eve, didn't it? Kind of a lot of judgment stuff in there. For they are a rebellious people, lying children, children unwilling to hear the instruction of the Lord, who say to the seers, do not see, and to the prophet, do not prophesy to to us what is right. Speak to us smooth things. Prophesy illusions. Leave the way. Turn aside from the path. Let us hear no more about the Holy One of Israel. Gee, that sounds a lot like our world today, doesn't it? Aren't those the kinds of messages we're hearing from our world against Christianity today? Be awake to what's going on around us and the dangers that are there. As we go into 2016, understand the challenges that our world brings against us. Be ready to deal with those challenges. Be ready. That's what Jesus is saying. He doesn't say that in a vacuum here. I love this 12th chapter of Luke. Because before our text, there's all kinds of ideas and thoughts in here. One of my favorite verses in all of Scripture is found in Luke 12. I think, Pastor Sean, maybe one of your favorite too. It's the one where the very hairs of your head are numbered. The Lord knows everything that goes on in your life. That one is in Luke 12. Luke 12 tells us that we are more valuable than many sparrows. And that God will take care of us because of our value to Him. It's in Luke 12 that we hear, Seek first His kingdom and all these things will be added to you. Luke 12 is the one that reminds us where where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And we hear in Luke 12, the Father's good pleasure is to give you the kingdom of God. Knowing all of this, knowing how valuable you are to God, knowing what he is giving to you, knowing how he takes care of you, now he says, be dressed for action, keep your lamps burning, knowing your God what he has done. Five times in Luke 12 it's be do not be anxious or fear not. When you face the unexpected future, you face it with a God who counts the very hairs of your head who sees you as more valuable than many of animals, whose good pleasure is to give you the kingdom. That's how you face the future. It is, as Paul would say in our epistle lesson, if God is for us, who can be against us? He who gave his son, will he not give us all things? Jesus, the one who suffered and died and rose again for you and me, is sitting at the right hand of God interceding for us. He says, We are sure, certain, that neither death nor life nor anything in all of creation, that nothing at all can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Be awake. Be clothed in his righteousness. Hold out that lamp of faith. Whatever the unexpected is in 2016, here's how we face it. Or as our Old Testament lesson, as Isaiah would say, in returning and rest you shall be saved. In quietness and in trust shall be your strength as you look to your God, the Savior, the Creator of all, as you see Him, as you watch Him and His work, whatever the unexpected is in 2016, whatever you must face and deal with in this next year, even if that is the unexpected coming of Jesus, you'll be ready. And you'll handle it. You'll deal with it. Because God is with you. And he will do the unexpected. In this passage is one of the most unexpected things ever. Not only is our future unexpected, but our God can act in unexpected ways too, can't he? He did it in sending his son Jesus and killing him so that we could have life. That was unexpected. But did you hear what was in our text? That when he comes... It says, truly I say to you, he will dress himself for service. He's talking about the master here. He's talking about God here. God will dress himself for service and have them recline at table. Have the servants, have you and I recline at table. And he will come and serve them. He will come and serve us. Isn't that unexpected? Isn't that amazing? Whenever I think of heaven, I think of going to heaven and serving God in glory forever and ever. This passage tells us that may may happen, but also God will serve us in heaven. We will get to recline at table. God will come down and serve us. the glory of the unexpected the challenge of the unexpected whatever 2016 brings we have a wondrous God who will bring us through no matter what and knowing that I can truly say to you happy new year Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, the one who will handle all of the unexpecteds of 2016 right by your side. Amen.